GP Insights, a health cert podcast. Practical advice for busy GPs on how to treat with confidence and grow their practice. My name is David Wilkinson. I am a professor of general practice and primary care and deputy vice chancellor at Macquarie University, Sydney, Australia. Welcome to our series of podcasts that celebrate the 30-year history of uh, dermoscopy. In this series, we have a number of uh, leaders in the field of dermoscopy, each of whom provide a short summary of how they have used dermoscopy in their practice, the impact it has had on them and their practice, and their thoughts about uh, the future of dermoscopy. Uh, We hope you enjoy the series very much. Dermoscopy has a quite fascinating history in many ways. Uh, So often with technology, it started out in in research labs, um, uh, equipment almost cobbled together, um, uh, often the size of, uh, if not the size of a room like the early computers, uh, certainly very large equipment uh, bolted down to laboratory benches uh, in an effort uh, to provide visualization of uh, the superficial layers of the skin. Of course, technology developed very rapidly and then quite quite soon we had portable devices um, and we now have quite stunningly beautiful equipment that we can hold in our hands and, and, and view the, the patterns and colors and structures of the skin very readily. Um, dermoscopy, of course, can be handheld, it can be digital, and we are now moving into the phase very rapidly of, of digital dermoscopy, image recognition, machine learning, artificial intelligence, rapid, highly accurate diagnostics, and um, almost certainly whole new pathways of care that are available uh, to us as clinicians. Uh, a quite fascinating space. We very much welcome the insights from uh, Professor Harold Kittler from the Medical University of Vienna, Um, Surely one of the very greatest leaders of dermoscopy and the exponents of the the skill of using a dermatoscope in in skin cancer diagnosis. Please enjoy this podcast. Hello, my name is Harold Kittler and I'm from the Medical University of Vienna in Austria. Um, When was the first time I held a dermatoscope in my hands? Well, this was around 1986 and it was not a dermatoscope it was a huge stereo microscope because the handheld dermatoscope didn't exist and uh, I was in the department of dermatology at the Medical University of Vienna and I was uh, a student then and uh, I was a research assistant of Michael Binder and Hubert Bernberger and Andreas Steiner and Klaus Wolf, who were the pioneers of dermatoscopy worldwide. So I was one of the first ones worldwide to do dermatoscopy and uh, I only can remember the huge stereo microscope which was used for surgery, which was very impractical. Now, some years later, the handheld dermatoscope uh, was invented and we got them and the point is I can't remember exactly when I had my first handheld 
And I also can't remember my first patient with the, with the handheld. I'm bad with remembering patients, so please be patient with me. And I also go back for more than 30 years now, and so I'm excused. How did dermatoscopy change my clinical practice? Well, in many ways, first of all, it changed my life because I was a research assistant and I was able to use the first digital dermatoscope worldwide because it was invented in Vienna with polarized light. And so I was the, one of the first persons to do monitoring with digital dermatoscopy in the early 1990s. And um, this was a, a huge change for my life because uh, this was also the topic of my first papers and, uh, and uh, dermatoscopy brought me a different point of view, but also a different life. Did I perform naked eye examinations before? Yes, of course, but not so much because I already started with dermatoscopy. What role does dermoscopy or dermatoscopy, how we call it, play in your everyday work? Well, <laughs> it's like my stethoscope. I use it every day still now. Fortunately, not anymore this big um, um, stereo microscopes. I use small polarized dermatoscopy handheld and I'm very happy with it and I use it for everything, including pigmented lesions, non-pigmented lesions, rashes, everything. Where do you see the future in dermatoscopy? Well, it will always be a device that is used for the diagnosis of skin lesions, of any skin lesions. And whenever you see a patient and whenever a patient has skin, you will need a dermatoscope. And of course, there will be uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence and decision support, and there will be new uh, inventions. But the basic will stay the same. And what is the basic? The basic is, is it is a morphologic method that can be learned by everybody because it's so simple. Now, what is my advice to doctors who start learning dermatoscopy? Very simple. Keep it simple. Don't get distracted by books and teachers who tell you that dermatoscopy is difficult. It is not. It's easy to learn. It's easy because you already know what the essence of this morphologic method is. It is pattern analysis. You are already a very good pattern analysist. And that's it. You are already a very good pattern analyst. You don't need a book. You don't need um, you don't need too many lectures. Uh, but you need, of course, experience and some training. And the most important thing is experience. So you need some basic training, but then experience. Just do it. Not once a day. Not twice a day. One hundred times a day for years. And then you will become an expert the same way as you got fluent in language and fluid, fluent in recognizing objects. Enjoy. Dr. Caterina Longo is a dermatologist in Italy 
And she speaks about how her own experience with demoscopy started relatively recently in about 2012 and how the, the importance of the impact that her mentors and seniors had in her own training and uh, their enthusiasm for the use of dermoscopy rubbed off on her. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Caterina Longo and I'm um, a doctor working in dermatology. I'm an associate professor of the University of Modena and Reggio Emilia in Italy. My first time using a dermatoscope was a few years ago when I was a resident, uh, more or less in 2012. And uh, at the time, it was, you know, uh, very uh, common to do it because I was working in one of the biggest uh, clinic in Italy and with Professor uh, Pellacani and Sedenari, who were uh, pioneering dermoscopy in the world and in clinical practice. And I was using for skin cancer diagnosis. And from then on, then on dermoscopy was always part of my life. And I, I currently use it not only for skin cancer, but for scabies, for uh, psoriasis, and for everything passed through my office. And uh, dermoscopy changed my life, not only my clinical practice, because I was able to work in the field, to develop new criteria, to become a researcher, and then a professor, adding my knowledge and all my efforts to get better clinical practice and new insight in what's new in this discipline in dermatology. The future of dermoscopy will be uh, the uh, widening of application beyond skin oncology and the use of artificial intelligence for skin imaging and in particular for dermoscopy. By the way, I'm in love with dermoscopy and I do believe that we were going to use it for ages. Well, there we are. Some uh, fascinating insights and some terrific little stories and vignettes there. Um, let's look forward to the next podcast in the series. Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, please subscribe so you can get updates whenever we post more. And please share it with others. And for more info, please go to healthcert.com.